Uh, we're in the Shadow Rockford Tower in the Highlands Bunker Studio. Carl, as always, is here um, running the show, basically. Knobs, levels, buttons, space bar. Thank goodness, because I'm sure stuff's going to have to get cut out tonight. Um, our guest this evening uh, is my friend and comrade, uh, the local activist, Becca Cotto. Uh, and she's going to be running a, a campaign against a conservative... Democratic incumbent uh, in the sixth. Is it still the sixth district? Is that what it is? So that that wasn't affected by the redistricting. Okay. Is it roughly the same? Uh, is it the same lines and all that that district, or has there been changes to that? It, it hasn't been finalized. Um, you know, and I hear there's going to be changes. I don't know if it'll be in my portion, but it's a little bit different. I mean, part of part of a very conservative area was cut out, or a very progressive area was cut out. And then I picked up actually a little bit past Augustine Cutoff. Okay, out here. Yeah. We have some friends over there, like up Augustine Cutoff by the old uh, Wanamakers. So. Do they live across from the Wanamakers? They do. Okay, that's my side. Yeah, I can talk to you. So <laughs> we, they, they're, um, that's awesome. Yeah, they know, they know some neighbors over there too. So that, we, we might have a uh, we might have a, a precinct captain. That's awesome. I'll you up with a precinct captain. Uh, have a little outdoor party or something. They have a, they have a nice uh, spot outside Ooh, too right there. See what happens when you talk to people you don't even know. There you have it. So, um, I'm going to, I'm going to correct you a little bit. Okay. My cool. opponent is not a conservative. I mean, what do you call that? Um, she, I, I probably, I'll be very honest, not all the time, but I vote like her a little bit, but. Okay. I mean, okay. Well, let's talk, let's talk about what she, let's talk about where you guys come together. Okay. And then where you guys are separating. Like why, what's, what's motivating you to, because again. We've done this across the state for a couple of uh, cycles. We're going to continue to do this. But it really takes a fighter and somebody who's ready to go to make one of these insurgent uh, runs against these entrenched, we'll just call them uh, connected, I'll call them business conservative Democrats. So there must be things that have separated you guys. So where are you guys together? And like, what, when you go to the door and somebody says, well, I know her, she came to our cookout, what, do you, what, what are you telling them to actually differentiate you? That's a good question, Ralph. I do this. I do this for a living. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm. I'm going to be honest. There's. Um, so my bills would be a lot stronger, and I say that in a way that I wouldn't cut things out of it. I wouldn't owe people favors. Um. Uh, you know, she. <laughs> one of the biggest things. She was the lead sponsor in the house on the ripping the coastal zone act. So that's like a big one, right? That's like the, like one of the biggest. I, which is funny for an environmentalist at that, and and that she's the head of the environment committee. Environment committee. So, yeah. So that's a big one. Um, I am really big on criminal justice reform, and that's not an area that she's a leader in, and something I'm like super fucking passionate about. Yeah. So, um, she is good on education for the most part. Um, you know, there's a whole twenty-five million dollar new school going up in North Wilmington. Um, where we really need a new school. We don't need a new school there. Yeah, Wilmington, we just lost. I mean, I, you're talking about North Wilmington, yeah. but we, we just lost a representative here in Newcastle County 
So we lost a representative but got a $25 million school? Yeah. Like, That's cool. Yeah. yeah. It makes sense. Sounds, now, sounds about right. Now, now the school, in in essence, is going to be designed for, indiv- for kids with special needs, which is a need. But we have buildings up north that we probably could have refurbished and made awesome schools. But. Yeah. Yeah, the only I think I I worked at Colonial School District part time for a long time, and I know they had one. They had a big school mm-hmm. that was equipped for that, but it was like, you know, it wasn't for the whole state. It was like for Colonial, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, that one will just be for Brandywine too, not okay. for the whole state. Well, yeah, that's cool. But again, it is it is not that. I mean, I'm ha- I'm happy with infrastructure spending. I I want it all. Yeah. I mean, I'm very disappointed uh, in the last couple of days to see that. Well, and. We'll, I'm disappointed to see that Biden's um, agenda is going to be uh, an abject failure. But on, on the other hand, I expect expected it? it to be an Thank abject you. failure. Um, and now, you know, it will go right back into the cycle of like, mm-hmm. why did the Republicans take the House? Why is Trump running again? Right. Because you're a failure. You failed again. Right. And so it's just, you know, it's just a, we're a little bit closer to being able to tell people to go fuck off yeah. about this stuff because it's not doesn't work. Yep. Like this transactional, this transactional negotiated bullshit, just has everybody eating shit, yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah, it it absolutely does. So what I, else? So give me what what about? Let's talk about criminal justice specifically, because that's yeah. come up a bunch of times. So if mm-hmm. that's this is going to be a big line of demarcation between the yeah, two. Yeah, this is going to be. Um, but I'll be very interested, and and this is what I said to someone: if me running gets Deb like a hundred percent on board with Leobor without amendments and pushing for it. I mean, I'll be honest. Like, ideally, it would be great to we could abolish labor, right? Like, that's that's the dream. That's, I mean, yeah, that's yeah, that would right. be ideal. That's the ideal, and so that's not what's going to come out. But if she came out like literally with Tizzy's bill on the other side and was like, "No," now Kendra's the sponsor on the house. But if she came out with Tizzy's bill, maybe with even more in it, but was like, "This is this is the bill I'm supporting. I'm pushing for this. I don't care what anybody else says." So Tizzy's bill in the Senate is the. St- would be like the strongest version of Leobor reform. Well, I mean, we could do stronger. Well, the strongest yes. one that's written right now. Correct. Like again, Correct. yeah, I say it should. No, be no, repeated. no. It's it's the same bill. I submitted that bill as well as the ACLU to the um the board the uh oh my god I was on the task force. Okay. Oh right. Yeah, so that, I that my thing. bill asked for the same things. It probably had some different wording okay. in it than the ACLU bill. So the task force. I I was it was my understanding uh, through people that I trust. <laughs> The task force, uh, I have no confidence in them. They were very clear about that. So lot, I think you did. You sign that letter. Me? Yeah. No. Okay. No, I didn't sign that letter because I was representing my my employer. Oh, okay. On the task force. Yes. Um, so, so there were, I think, I want to say a group of maybe eight people that were on different mm-hmm. subcommittees. Mm-hmm. I know um, Dr. Yasser Payne was one of them. Mm-hmm. I think there was somebody from Network Delaware who we talked to on the podcast. Who was, was Misty Siemens on there? I'm curious. I think so. Because she was in my task force. Okay, I think she was, actually. Um, oh, you know that. what? So was Hanif. Hanif was in my task force, too. Yep, But yep. I, he wasn't there every time. But, um, but yeah, so anyway, yeah. like, that, I, I guess what I, the reason I'm bringing that up is to, to, to juxtapose this idea, like, the task force is already watered down. It was a pause button. It was, everyone is so angry right now because we all watched... Not that this is the first time this has happened. We all watched a black man be murdered, right? And it was everywhere. And no one could get away from it. We were all stuck inside because of COVID. And every no one could escape it. No one could go to their kids' games. No one could go, you know, out to dinner. No one could do anything. You could not do anything. 
but know about the murder of George Floyd. And so that is when everybody was pissed off, right? We're like, we need to change this shit now. And so instead of saying, we're coming back, we got a bill, we're going to come back in the fall, they were like, we're going to put together a task force. That's classic Delaware way. Yeah, my, and my issue is that, you know, what did we get? Body cameras. It's fucking oh, a joke. I said it in, I'm going to tell you, I said it on, This you're going to love this. So in the recording and in the minutes, you can go look. I said, body cameras are bullshit if we can't see what's on them, just like you did, because I heard you say it on the, the podcast the other day with um, uh, uh, Miss Kandra and... Um, yeah, Lakeisha. Yes, Lakeisha. And, yeah, and, I listened to that one there. Yeah. yeah. So, so in the hearing, I said... You know, I was like, though they don't mean anything if we can't see them, right? And so then everyone's like, oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. They just ignore anything any of us have to say. But what was funny was um, at one point, Misty was really pushing for, because she was, I think she was just hoping we could get something done. She was pushing for the defense attorneys to be able to have access to these records, right? Yeah, she, she can, she does. She's amazing. I don't think I'm breaking any uh, confidentiality. I was just chatting with her, and I know that the office does get some of some, but not all, because it depends on when some they or brought, not all of oh, you're some it. or not all of the video. Like uh -huh. I know that the public defenders can get video from like there. I, I think from a couple of agencies in Kent County, maybe the county police, uh, but not. But again, Wilmington doesn't have. This right. is why the the the, the, the right. new case uh, is such a hot button right. because. Was he? We don't even. We don't know if he, they were even wearing body cameras. And even if, from what I understand, from the Office of Defense Services, even if the Wilmington cop was wearing a body camera and it was on, they don't have. It's so new that they don't have guidelines. Like they don't have right. as good guidelines as say some some agency like maybe Newcastle County yeah. where they do right. get right. So it's all a big fucking mess. But here's my point. This is exactly what I said because we were talking about that, and I said, you know who doesn't have a lawyer? Dead men. Dead men don't have lawyers, right? So that's great. All all mad props if we can get anyone who's been, you know, hit by the police, beat up by the police, but murdered people, there's no one to defend them. Their fam look at what the families have to deal with. Like look at this, you've already lost someone. You've lost someone. Everybody has grieved in their life. You're going through this grieving process and now you have to take that death and you need to think about it all the time. Because it is what drives you to fight. And some people don't fight and that's okay because that might be my that might be my reaction, right? Like everybody grieves in their own way. And these women have taken this horrible thing in their lives and said, we don't want it to have happen to somebody else. Like I can't imagine Kendra talking to Lakeisha, right? And looking at her and saying, This is some fucked up shit because I've been fighting this for I don't even know how many years. Has, well, has I was been pretty. Dead? I was pretty good about keeping it in. So this is the story about it because Lakeisha was sitting there and DeAndre was right there and and uh, Kira was there, and uh, for the first time, so we've done like 150 of these that have been released, mm -hmm. and we've had like so we've had we've had some laughs, mm -hmm. uh, we've had some serious conversations with like people like people that we got in the weeds, you know, very like academics and stuff, uh, and we've had like real serious ones with friends like. Like Eugene I know where you're and, and Kambach. Um, you can see you can see what's sitting here, yeah. right? Because I I I got like I choked up a little bit. Yeah. Like I pushed the thing away. I, I don't. It didn't come over on the thing because I just like. <clears throat> but I got choked up with them in here. Yeah. Because it's uh it's really something. You can see the pain. And again, this and the reason I was the, the bigger point I was going to make. Mm -hmm. Because you said it earlier about um. 
your bills would be better because you wouldn't like you wouldn't wheel and deal. And right. I don't think people understand what that means. So I'm going to tell a story to sort of illustrate yeah. what I think that means. That great. I had a conversation uh, with a elected official in mm-hmm. the legislature. We'll just mm-hmm. say that. <laughs> That's usually where they hang out. Yeah, in the general assembly. Yeah. Um. And the the topic of the tenant's right to counsel came up. And I said, I, you don't support the tenant's right to counsel. And I don't, I, I don't like that. I think that's not good. And this person said, you're, you're mistaken. I do. And to prove the, to you that I do, this year I voted for this thing where the group, the, the, the nonprofit uh, collaborative that has like classy and all of the different like legal support groups mm-hmm. within it, uh, that like nonprofit was able to be put on the tax form so they could be a like a drop down on the tax form and get their um, get some sort of rebate or more like. So I'm for tenants' right to counsel, and I said, what? "You think that's fucking tenants' right?" I asked you about a tenant's right to be represented against a fucking landlord. And you're telling me you added a nonprofit organization to a tax form and you think that's the same fucking thing? Like, save it for the rubes. Save that kind of fucking talk for people that like... And so my question was, we talked about this last night. Like, this is the problem. There's this idea that Anything you do sort of even close to some issue is a win for you. Like you can't be mm-hmm. you can't be uh, spoken to on that issue. Like it's just because uh, somebody signed Tizzy's bill, I don't think it's good enough. But there are people who haven't that'll that'll just wait and see what happens and just do. That's exactly what my do, rep said to me. Yeah, let's this is what this is the same conversation yeah. I've had with some people like they they give this thing like well, let's see what the final version well, is. Well, there's there's a lot of back and forth. Yeah, no shit. That's Again, a- save it for the fucking rubes. Don't tell me that shit. You know, I know. I know you're trying to fucking fucking give me the give me the shuffle. <laughs> but I'm me. Like don't fucking, you know, don't embarrass yourself cuz right. that's bullshit. Or say something to the effect of, "I haven't, I haven't read the bill yet." Right? Like, just be honest about it. Like, well, they have read the bill. No, no. Well, no. Here's the thing: <laughs> they're being uh, so Carl. Literally, Carl's head almost fell off of his neck. They do not shaking it yeah. back and forth. None no. of these people read the bills. No, I will tell you. This is Delaware United had an event, and Val came and spoke at the event, and what she said was, she trusts the heads of the committees. To inform her. Now, I don't know how many people were at this event. Probably 50, 40. At least 35 of them should have burst out with laughter. There should have been been bombastic laughter throughout the hall. Because, like, the reason that that, that the person could make that thing to to tell me that story and and say that, that, like, I actually support these legal entities and the legal services, Mm -hmm. support services, because I... I, right. I I got I made it easier for their nonprofit to to get certain donations or or, or do some administ- right. administrative right. work. Right. Like the reason these politicians do this 
is because when they do it every night in their little dumb fucking speeches to the Lions Club or the party or whatever it is, nobody laughs. And so I think they start believing their own yeah. bullshit. They're yeah. high on their own supply. Yeah. They, because nobody just yells out, that's the fucking stupidest thing I ever heard. Like, they they start to believe yeah. that that's good. Yeah. Well, I and think that's there's the this problem aspect I of... I mean, no. how much... And, and Carl actually said something last night when we were sort of talking about this, just in general, like this idea that there's these talking points and they're like, it's like they, they, they just stretch the truth. And like, I, I want to say like, they they know I'm not, they don't, like, they can't believe this, right? Carl's like, I think they do believe it. <laughs> or for, or you said the majority you think do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's... um, I, And you know what's funny is I, I think that people like going down there like now like i we read the bills right we read the bills now that and we talk to our legislature legislator who may not have actually read the bill right and that happens i think all the time now because there's many of us like you like that can look at a bill and go uh this is there's this is this is not um you know this is not really fixing the problem so let me tell you can i tell you about my first bill First bill I'm going to do. I would love to hear about the first bill you're going to do. So this is you. You win. I uh, You're the representative from the right. sixth, the fighting sixth. Fighting sixth. Uh, and you and the first bill that you're going to put up uh, for consideration in the legislature is. Okay. So this is my first bill. It may not get up the first time, but this is the bill I'm going to go down. It's not in any other state. So I'm going to need some good lawyeries. But I want to put through every bill that is ever that we write in Delaware needs to go through an equity lens. And I don't just mean a racial equity lens, although that's that's where I see most things. I'm talking about a gender equity lens. I'm talking to LGBT equity lens. I'm talking about a disability equity lens. Because what happens is we, unintended or intended consequences, whatever we want to say, sometimes they are unintended. We don't see them. And we don't see them because that voice that's affected by this bill that has nothing to do technically about them they're negatively affected. I'll, I'll, I'll show you. Tell give you me story. an example because yes. I'm going to push back on this, but I want to hear your example. No, I'm going to give you a great example. Yeah. So um, this is what hit it for me. I was in a meeting and I was being the moderator and Brian Townsend was in there and Javon Rich from ACLU was in there. And she says, um, Senator Townsend, can I ask you about a bill that you just recently um, put out? And he goes, yeah, yeah, sure. And she said, it's about the snow removal bill. And he's like, oh, yeah. And then he, like, you know, lightheartedly kind of joked about how his wife parks in the garage and he sits there. And she said, did it occur to you that the police can use this, could use this bill to harass people of color, people in the city, people they want to harass? And you could see, and I'm going to be very honest, I didn't think about it either. So I'm not going to sit here and say, although it wasn't my bill and I hadn't read it, but you could see Senator Townsend's face just go blank, right? Like, holy fucking shit, I didn't think about that, right? Because that's not the point of the bill. The bill is to get people to stop driving with snow and causing accidents on 95, right? But what a police officer can do is sit at the top of the street and know that he wants to get a guy down at the bottom of the street. The guy pulls out, snow on top of his car, and what does this cop now have access to? Yeah, it's the same old thing. You can't... These problems are not to be solved by... Giving the cops another reason to like exactly. intervene. Yes. Giving armed. Now again, if we had, if we had a, a large fleet of, think about the firefighters, but not firefighters, just traffic wardens, mm-hmm. and you know they could give you the ticket, 
Uh, and if you tried to flee, they would just write your fucking thing down, and you'd get the ticket anyway. Right. Uh, for running the stop sign or speeding, or you did yeah. this or that. They'd come to accidents and take reports, all that stuff. And they were just like traffic wardens. They were mm -hmm. like unarmed, just they did traffic stuff. Yeah. Then, then it makes sense to be like, well, these are the rules, and we can make them pretty tight because they're going to be enforced in this way. But if they're going to be enforced by fucking roided up meth head fucking maniacs <laughs> that are armed to the teeth and ha and can operate in absolute secrecy, then we shouldn't do any of it. Right. But that's not it's not just criminal justice bills. Right. We're talking about education bills. Yeah. Right. That may never touch the criminal justice system. We're talking about education bills that affect an entire population. But because no one who's fighting for that population or represents that population has anything to do with that bill, the bill gets passed and then there's. Putting in quotes now, unintended consequences, yeah. right? And we, so, in, in the in the corporate world, we would call those uh, like we didn't mean to do it. One of those types of well, things. Well, that's my point. Like, yeah. Is it's sometimes that's genuine. We didn't mean to do it. Yeah. So, but we're making laws that affect people's lives, and so if we mean to do it, which means we mean to actually solve legitimate problems, let's not cause more. And why are we not looking at that? And again, I don't know what that looks like, right? So, so let me I, ask you. Let me, yep. I have, so this, my question will go to, to sort of what I think that looks like. Okay. So if you, 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 I don't know how this would be. This concept would be applicable to like the minutia of sort of state state statutes and stuff. Mm -hmm. But you, uh, this is my idea. Universal programs, whatever we do, whether it's paid leave. Mm -hmm. Whether it's how you're treated, uh, like healthcare, right? Uh, education at schools, mm -hmm. um, all of that different stuff. Whatever, whatever we do, mm -hmm. whatever benefits people get, they're good, and everybody gets them. And if we do any kind of targeting or or, or checking or evaluating, sort of, I forget what word you used, of going through a, a like a equity a screening, lens, equity lens, yeah. screening, like through that lens. It should be, uh, it should be based on economic equity, because you listed the things, and you you know you were talking about you know racial, gender, LGBT, disabled, get all right, that. I'm right. behind and I'm sorry, all that. I'm probably forgetting some. So no, it's no, not... I, yeah, no, that's not the point. Yeah, that. Yeah, if anybody was like, oh, she didn't list the eighth thing, then you're stupid. Yeah. That's not the point. Uh, the 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 point being that I think. And, and may, no, I don't even think this. My, that would be my question. Like, is that an easy? Not I don't want to say an easier sell, but do you think that that would achieve the thing you're thinking about? And you can just say, look, these are the things we want to do. All ev all the schools get this huge influx of money that we're getting, or we're going to do. I mean, we do it for the environment. Yeah, but uh, if you're going to say all the all the schools don't need that influx of money, that's the problem. Well, that but he, so. They do, though, really. I mean, well, not really. I'm. Mean, we'll put it this way: some need some need more influxes of money, or an influx right. of money. No, right. I'm, I, and certainly there, there would be there would be an understanding that pro specific problems, like I said, the minutia, the specific right. problems. Like you're going to build the new school where more people are. Like that, you, right. you can't just like randomly do that, for for example. But I just mean like. <clears throat> Constructing your thought process and then your policy in such a way so that it's close to universal. Yes. And so we don't have to, we don't have to, we don't have to 
we don't have to worry of whether there's eight people and eight things in the list or 12 things in the list. Like you were saying, like you don't have really, obviously they should all be in the list. Everything, right. whatever it is, right. it's in the list. Whatever you, whatever you, you know, whatever you identify as, whatever you do, however you like, however much money you make, wherever you live, however you dress, it's in the list. Mm-hmm. You count, everybody gets it. So now again, I'm not educated. Like where you build a school is a little well, bit different. Well, what about the pit bill? What is a pit bill? What is that? So I think the, you explained this to me before. No, but someone I didn't else know did. So and I don't even I know. I still what don't even know. What I, it is. I'm, it's the it's the tax reassessing the tax. Um, oh, 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 right. yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah that's good. so, but you you just mentioned, you know, we take into account everybody's you know financial situation, right? Now, if if we're going to do do a tax increase on certain populations. That negatively affects them. Yeah, but everybody. Well, it should. It, first I'm of just all, asking what your solution is. Like my what, solution or is, or not solution, own, but what's your if, thought if process? If, if you own an asset that that has some sort of value, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we should tax you on that, and we should and we should be getting the right amount of money. So the people who live in the fanciest houses should get taxed the most, right? And the people who own multiple homes should be taxed the most. Landlords should be taxed the most, right? And if you're renting, you don't pay. You don't pay it. And that's just. But not only if you're renting, you don't pay it. If you're renting, I mean, what the, we, what should the, get, what the we should move towards a model where where a freaking renter can become a homeowner. Oh yeah, well, there like, should be rent if, controls. Yeah, why I do mean, even... I don't even care about the ownership. I'm not even worried about ownership. Mm-hmm. Again, like housing. Well, you're not, but I, you know, if you look at the inequity um, between black and white people, the majority of that comes from housing. Yes. Yeah, so, but I so, think that's a mis- I think that that I mean, yes, that is true. That's absolutely true. Okay, yes. so because I'm just going to say, but I that was a decision. That was a decision that the post-war government made about yes. giving people tax write-offs for their mortgage interest. Well, that was one of the decisions, but yes, yes, there were multiple decisions that took place there. That, that yeah, I guess what made. I'm saying is that read the color of law. Yes. That, yes. Very good. Thank Excellent, you. Excellent. Uh, the good. the author the author actually came here and um. Oh really? Yeah. Why did I, oh, but oh, what was really great is so I'm sitting next to Cheyenne Miller, right? So everyone knows the best yeah. Cheyenne Miller's, and Mr. P gets up, Mayor P gets up, Mikey P, and she goes to me. This is so boring. I, if I would go into a meeting and there was a bunch of people that like I had to watch what I said because I'm representing YW, and she was in the meeting, I was like, fuck yes, because I knew that she was just going to say whatever the hell she wanted, and it would be what I'd be thinking, but unfortunately. Depending on the hat I'm wearing, it's something I can't say. Yeah, and again, this is this is a. I know uh, I'm taking a sidebar. I apologize, but no, I think that we yeah. were talking about this before about like, yeah, I mean, the, in this state, there's a certain cabal of people uh, that, you know, even if you work at a small nonprofit, you can't say that. Oh, don't say, don't say anything bad about Mike Przicki. I mean, but do you know what that? Go- I mean, that like that, it's the same thing. Is and I have not read this. I mean, book I, yet. and I'm not even. I'm not saying that that's not a thing. I know that they no, no, power no, and right? He, like you know, it, it, I, I get it. But here's the thing: I work for a nonprofit. Technically, for a nonprofit to actually really be after its mission, I should be working myself and my nonprofit out of business, right? So our mission is to eliminate racism and empower women. We should be doing everything we can. To literally eliminate racism and empower women, right? And I and I don't want to start picking on my organization because I love my organizations. But many of the nonprofits, it's it's a small business model, and and nobody makes a ton of money. No one works in there for like you know uh, 
like swag or whatever. <laughs> like nobody works in there for bonuses. Nobody, you know, it it yeah, does attract well, a certain a, kind there, of cardhead. There but, is a there is a line of demarcation though because it's yes. funny. I just had this conversation today because you said I work because I I sort of do work for a nonprofit. I guess I'll put it that way. Right. And, and and so like, but there isn't. There are people in, and I listed them. You know, I listed them off. I think today, like that, I know where they're coming from. Network Delaware, obviously. Oh yes, uh, but that's YWC. a new. But these, yes. but there are but there are other nonprofits people are very skeptical of because they're connected to everything that goes on in this. They're connected to oppor- opportunities, zones, right? Right. You know, and shady dealings. Like which ones? Come on, you know. You want to talk about Second Chance Farm? Because that guy is, uh, let me tell you, oh guy's God. a shady character. So before we get into like maybe some longer stories and shit to see what sticks, I really want you to talk about like what you're going to be talking about in your district when you're going through these doors. We got a, we got a little bit of it, but I want to nail that home. And like, what other work are you doing around? Sort of, um, I think Leo Bore, you're probably going to do a lot of about what other campaign canvassing and what else are you working on? Right. So my it- you know, and I'm going to be honest, my my district is is a wealthier district. But I think the thing is, um, you know, most people care about their families. Right. So one of the big things is daycare. Right. Daycare is hugely expensive. Yeah. Right. People cannot afford daycare like fifteen hundred dollars a month. That is a mortgage payment. Yeah. it's, it's So the, your kid costs yeah. a mortgage payment a month just to have someone take care of them so you can leave them and go to work and maybe make another five hundred dollars a month. Right, that's some shit right there. Yeah. I mean, and again, just... and and well, so, that's the so problem. So, so increase... somebody, somebody representing maybe the, we'll just call them the 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 cohort that vote within your district. Right. So 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 let's talk about increasing the purchase of care. Right. Inc- I mean, like you know, let's talk about you you make a certain salary and it can be a high freaking salary, right? Like you make fifty thousand dollars and you still get purchase of care. I love when anybody actually references any like detail with numbers. Everybody looks immediately looks at Carl. Like, am I, is that right? <laughs> I haven't looked at those numbers in a in a while. Okay. So well, again, we'll, well, they're we'll, not fifty thousand. Like, if you make fifty thousand dollars a year, you're not getting purchase of care. Right. I can I can assure you of that. But what I'm saying is, fifty thousand dollars a year is not that much. But if you had fifty thousand dollars a year and you didn't have to pay for daycare for your kids, can you imagine you might be able to pay for college that shouldn't be that expensive to begin with? Let me relate this to something I was talking about sure. before about sure. universal programs. It's going to get cut out of the Biden fit. We're going to start calling it the Uncle Joe failure. But the universal pre-K. Come with a better name than that. Come universal on. pre-K. Yeah, that's... Because that, that, so let's that's, talk a uni- that's a universal program that goes sort of right to starting, starting out not only later but starting out earlier right. and giving everybody the opportunity to go to like pre-k right which not only covers sort of a child care situation right but also is going to help you know a lot of, of people get through the school system and getting them ready for kindergarten right. and elementary school right but we don't want to also we want to give kids time to actually be creative and learn like that's the one thing i was actually well, i don't know what those programs are i guess i yeah. mean i'm sure they're not like uh pro- the reading list is probably not very rigorous i wouldn't think well, you would hope not, but somebody was talking now how kindergarten is not like it was when probably you and I met, went because we're the same age, right? Like, you know, it's very it's very structured, right? Kids don't belong in that environment. Like, we have to know that there's there's um, models out there, like the Montessori school. Like, kids do not belong sitting. I can't stand sitting at a desk. Well, you know, it's like you we train people. I, I know you probably didn't listen to it, but uh, <laughs> we had uh, Michelle Klassen, who's opening a- I know. A, yes. I went. Michelle and I met. And she's oh, amazing. nice. Yeah, the school in Arden, right? Correct, a democratic yeah. school, Sudbury yeah. school, it's called. Yeah, um, yeah. She's, 
uh, and subsequently, she was recommended by Maria Beauchamp. I subsequently yes. talked to Maria. I love Maria. And Maria yeah, Maria was involved with a Studbury school in Puerto Rico. Oh, and so, snap. So she, and, but it was run differently. Like, that's yes. the cool thing is they're all kind of very yes. different. Yeah, it's like and its so own it was, democracy. Yes. That's literally what it is. Yeah, right. And so, but she was excited about just the experiment. Right. And again, I, that's kind of the, the discussion I had with Michelle was like, yeah, I mean, when you're outside the lines, people are very like, they're risk averse. They don't really understand what you're saying, et cetera. But some people will, and the things you're going to learn and the things you're going to be able to do in a in a in a democratic and almost a pure democratic environment, not quite, but yeah, but a, right. you know, as much as you could possibly have, yeah. I think. I you're mean, the kids learn. can't become like drug runners or nothing. Like that's not. Maybe I mean, what's wrong with that? It's a it's a living. <laughs> Just kidding. But I mean. You try to take me off track, but you see what I'm saying. Like, I got you. I, it's a, it's an incubator. Oh yeah. It's the right. It's the right. It's actually, you know, they 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 say all these things are sort of like social experiments. Right. That's actually a good one. Oh, because it it's is a totally, good one. Totally democratic. It's totally sort of like open and right. safe. It's a safe environment for right. kids to do this kind of stuff. Yeah. I think it's super dope. Oh no, I I love it. I met with her, and at first I was kind of like, oh, this is a really foreign concept, but. Um, so I'm an, I was part of this amazing group of people. So um, the Community Foundation, um, and I don't even remember who funded it, but they paid us. So I, And I know I'm going to forget someone in the group because I don't remember everyone's name. But let me tell you, so they put together a group of 10 of us. And um, Eugene was one of the interviewees. It was called the Community Equity Project or the Wilmington Equity Project or whatever. So it's myself, um, Cheyenne Mil Miller, Simone Philpotts, Deanna Sargent, um, Christian Willauer, uh, Kim Graham, a lot of friends of show um, here, friends yeah. and comrades. Yeah, yeah. There, almost every one of us was a comrade. Just talked to Simone. I just talked to Simone yes. a day ago. Right. So, so at, we're in that room, and they're like, "Okay, how can we make Wilmington equitable?" Right. So, like, we all start. You know, we got. It was at. Um, oh my God, social contract. Have you ever been in there? No, I don't think so. Okay, so do you not know what social contract is? Gosh. I mean, I know like so Locke. It's, it, I've, I've it's read a John nonprofit Locke. designed for the good of nonprofits, meaning. It is. It's designed to go out there and get funding for shit that's really going to change oh, okay. things. Okay, I do. I, I'm, yeah, I'm it, with this. it's. I it's, didn't know. Uh, yeah, it's cat. Um, um, and cat is like living in freaking Costa Rica or somewhere now because everyone was able to work from home anyway. So it's all of us these these minds in here, right? And I was like in awe that I could be in a room with these people because I was like, these are some badass people, some serious fighters. And at the end of the day, we're all doing all this stuff, and we were just like, we got to blow it up. Like literally we're in education and we're trying to fix, it's like you're trying to fix something that's just completely broken. It's like your freaking Legos on the floor, half of them went down the drain, you know, like, and you can't put it back together. You, <coughs> you just can't, you've got to start over. You got to build something new. And that's, and that's, you got to build something new. That is exactly what you're talking about with this school, right? Like all of our systems are built for a certain type of population, a certain way of life, and that's not what we, that's not what we desire as a country now, right? Like we, at one time, landowning, white men made decisions for every single one of us. They are, they are like, I think 30% of our population now, right? So it's like, there are 70% of us. We're on the decline, folks. I'm sorry, Carl. <laughs> we're on the, uh, we're on the, we're you're on the steep on, decline. You're the Luckily, extinct. as we were talking about before, I'll be dead. Carl, you will, will have to deal with it. <laughs> you have to deal with the, the, the plight of the white male is more going to be on Carl's shoulders than mine. Cause I, I, 
I mean, I'm, I'm not going to last too much longer, I don't think. But you get what I'm saying there, right? Yeah, it's of like, course, yeah. Like, like, that's the whole thing is we keep trying to put all these Band-Aids on things and we're like, you know what? Can we just, like, erase it? And I know you can't erase it in one moment and have no one get educated for 12 years or whatever. But we can start over here and say, this is what we want it to look like. Let's start. Let's start. Let's start in the city. Let's build an educational system that works for kids who live there. How do we help them to succeed? I think the most important thing is these ideas have to st- – we have to start kicking the door in with these ideas. Like my friend – my friend Professor K would say, "We got We got. We have to find a way to be radical, that people understand, and we can do it. There are contexts where people will, you know, a lot of these ideas, for example, are very popular among people, but we have to figure out how to bring those people into the like the political process. Like I said, there's right. I looked at I looked at Deb Hefferman's totals. I mean, she's never been she's never taken a serious challenge in eleven years. She's never had a challenge." Yeah, I mean, she's had a Republican he come He dropped run. out before the race. Oh, is that what it was? Because I saw right. one where it was like 77,000 to 3,000, but he, he oh, still got really? 3,000 votes, I think. Oh. Maybe. And then, like, she ran unopposed, think... and maybe the most she ever got running unopposed every time that she's run unopposed is like 10,000 votes. Right. Like, and that's the well, most. That that's a lot. I mean, there's only 19,000 people in our district. Well, you know what? I think she got 10,000 votes the last time unopposed in like the everybody's voting for Biden. Oh, uh, yeah. Because yeah. It, I, I, it, it wasn't an anomaly mailing... because the, uh, the other four, yeah, I think it was and... like the other four races, I think the most she got was 7,000. That seems right, very, right. that seems extremely doable to me. It's doable. It's doable. I need grassroots individuals to knock on the fucking doors and talk to people. people. I, we, we know you, those people. I mean, that's, you know, that's the thing is we, that's what we have. Is we have people power. Not only do we, we have people power with real experiences, right? Like real life shit. Like, like, like I'm sitting here because we couldn't afford to pay for my kids' college, right? So they are out the wazoo in debt. So my son is a doctor, and he owes when he's done just his law or just his uh, med school will be one million dollars. One million dollars. Here's the truth. He's not my DNA, so I can brag. He's fucking brilliant, right? If you are smart enough to get through freaking medical school and go through what they put you through for residency, you shouldn't have to pay shit. I'm sorry. No, look. Again, this goes, <laughs> this goes to the universal programs, and maybe this is how I'll, I'll, we'll, end the, we'll end the sort of uh, po- political— Yeah, because I want to talk about mental health. Too, yeah, we'll so. talk about the— yes. So well, let's end it this way for just this part of it, and then we'll either cut a bonus or we'll just keep talking yeah, about so it. Yeah, so I need a campaign manager. Stuff. If anyone wants to reach out, please do. But <laughs> this is – and I hope people take from this this idea that we need to have – the concept needs to be that we're all in this together. Yes. The fact that Becca Cotto lives in this neighborhood and most of the people yes. that have – most of the people that have always voted there are just like rich professional white people – doesn't mean that everybody. Well, doesn't... they're not all. Let's not. They're they're families trying to survive. Okay, I'm sorry. You're right. Yes. I mean, you, I'm, save, I'm just... you should save that for the rubes. Now you know that. So you're giving me yes. the political thing. But you're right. I should. No, say they're that. not. They're, no, I'm not giving you the political thing. I, I understand that. I, I guess. I mean, I, I, mean, I would say that. The, what's that? I, well, I guess I would okay. say that. Not inherited. The, but I bought it from them. The, the 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 group of people that would get somebody elected. Mm-hmm. However many that is, we won't mention. We won't mention the number. Yeah. To that group of people, the the vast majority are going to have very. Their demographics are going to land pretty tight on the 
on the on the graph, you know. Mm-hmm. Did that I guess that's what I mean. Yeah. I don't well, mean, that's my I district. don't mean that the district isn't diverse. It's not. I, and I guess when okay. I and, and here's my point. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Right. Because you know, all of this stuff is going to get better or worse right. altogether. Right. And so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. That's the point I'm trying to get at. No, you're and right. So, and, and because I think we talk a lot of like of these uh, like grandiose people, I don't like think that uh, this isn't possible because it's sort of like abstract, but it's very possible. Look, I, I, you, I cannot tell you, and I don't know. So you talked about, and and that was a very emotional time. I think your podcast, obviously, um, but I'm going to talk Which, about what, what, what one, the the one with um, uh, Lakeisha. Oh, with Lakeisha and Kendra, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, but I'm going to talk about the night of, gosh, was it September 14th? Okay, so September 15th, 2020, right? Like, fucking bawling. I am bawling in my living room. I'm sitting on my floor bawling, right? So, like, I, like Larry's there. Like, his people are there, right? And I'm uh, just... So this crying. is a Larry Lincoln. A Larry, I did it again. Larry Lambert event. Well, yeah, I just, it wasn't a ton of people, but I said, come over, let's watch the results together. And I'm watching these results come through, right? And I'm like, freaking Larry, all right, Eric, all right. Like, Marie and Medina, like, we didn't, like, you know, like, I'm just going to be honest. Like, we. It was a coin flip. Like, I I was. It was a dream. Yeah, well. It was a dream. Yes. And it freaking happened, right? So I'm sitting on my floor going, oh my gosh. And so Eugene calls to congratulate Larry, right? And so. I'm an asshole, and I grabbed the phone because actually I answered it. He wasn't going to answer the phone, so I answer the phone because they start right away. Like, I I say to Eugene, this like not him personally, but like him and Drew, like they believed it was possible. They they passed that light on to all of us. I'm going to be very honest. Like that light came from being in their energy and their belief that yes. Eugene didn't win mayor. And then we had, right, 2018, and we came close, right? We didn't do it. We came close, but we didn't do it. And so we could have given up. We really could have, but we didn't. People kept taking the challenge, and they kept going. And that time it happened. So why can't it happen again and again and again? Because it can. This is the theme of this whole fucking project. Right. Yeah. I mean, that night I remember just thinking like, and I've told Drew this, I've talked to Carl, you know, I was hoping you get one, you get two yeah. of insurgents and they're all coin flips. You kind of don't yeah. know which one. I knew Eric for. was going to win. Eric looked the best. He was the best situated. That would have been insanity if he didn't win. First of all, he worked his ass. I I will be honest. I've never seen anybody. Work well, we're not going to sit here and just blow smoke up his ass, are we? No, we love Eric. No, no I, I'm obviously he's great. But my... The, the point is, it was, you didn't know. Yes. I, my yeah, opinion right. was I had a I had a, a somebody I was hoping for the most, but I knew they were all kind of coin flips. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, obviously Carl's the producer. Medina's my friend, so I was like, I was on board. I was on the Anton, the Wilson, uh, you know, I was on her train from the beginning. Yeah. I, was just I didn't about really get to know her until really she was elected. Like, I supported oh, her. Man, it was so I great. met her. Eons ago. It's funny. I, I remember the first. Do you ever sometimes think back to the first time you met people? I Here's what I'll tell you. The quick story and then I'll, we'll yeah, wrap up. Yeah. When Carl was kind of working on her stuff and getting ready to roll this out. Mm-hmm. And um, 
and he told me sort of what was going on. And before it kind of rolled out, I get a phone call. We were, actually, we were going to have a recording in the studio that mm-hmm. night, and I get a phone call about 15 minutes before from Carl. I'm like, oh, maybe he's late, whatever. Pick it up. Hey, man. He was like, hello. He starts talking. And I'm like, dude, I'm on – he's calling – he's soliciting me for a freaking campaign contribution. I'm on call time right now with him. And and so I was like, bro. Why, why are you like, on call – all right. So I guess I was like, I was the, I was the call. I was the call that Carl was like, like showing make how the first you, call. Yes. Uh huh. And so I was like, buddy, first of all, you're coming over tonight. Like, this is the most important one. And I guess I didn't, I, I hadn't met Marie yet, actually, but mm-hmm. I still believed like, she's such a badass. just, just in the way she operates. I mean, I'll just say, <laughs> Medina is the best. She goes by one name. It's just Medina. <laughs> It's like fucking Prince. <laughs> I said this before. Like you could say one, like that's it. I mean, in my opinion, and this is no. I mean, Marie is just a beautiful person. She was here, sitting right there two months ago. Just had a great night, and actually, Hanif was over there. Um, so yeah, but but that to to do that to sweep those four as like a squad, and Ray Moore. Who yeah. was the most progressive of a of going for this open seat? Right, right, below the canal. Yeah, a person and of color again, below the canal. Was that, that was, I mean, that was just super. Yes. And so, yeah, my move now is talking about fighting and getting people inspired for the fight. Because mm-hmm. when I have these conversations now, I'm abundantly clear. If you don't want to get Ray Siegfried, then f- fucking start acting right. Because I know you think you're in the game, and you thought it was cool to have like uh, Kathy McGinnis as your friend, and X Y Z, you know, and you're gonna do deals because mm-hmm. you're on the budget committee with with Val and Pete or whatever, whatever bullshit you're you're playing. We're coming for all of you, and I hope people. I see we sit we bask in the glory of that like fifteenth uh, of September primary. I bask in it because I want to use it as a as a uh, as a club. <laughs> Everybody should fucking understand that we're serious now. We'll come for you. We'll come for Deb Heffernan. We'll come for Lumpy Carson. We'll come for uh, uh, fucking Krista Griffith. We'll co- we're coming for everybody. We'll come for fucking Brian Townsend. So okay. fucking straighten up. Like th- this is not we're not we're not gonna we're not gonna fucking hang for this. That's why people if, have to get behind if, Becca Cato. Becca Cato Cato for change. Cato for change. So let me tell you the. I announced via Facebook, really. Not the best rollout. This is the best thing I got, right? So, again, this is Keandra McDowell. Hey there. I'm in Facebook jail for about another two weeks. Yes, again. Fucking Kiki gets canceled all the time. Right, I love her. So, she said, I saw you sent me an invitation to your page. I'm so excited for you, Queen. You're definitely for the people. Can I not tell you? That like I well, was Kiki like, was the Kiki was the fucking original source of the of the Shanae Darby affair, because she fucking put it on Facebook and then Shanae whatever she yes, does retweets yeah, it or whatever yeah. and that was the big the right. blue clucks. But plan. I'm just saying if someone honestly if someone like that says you are for the people like I actually feel so much pressure now I'm so honored right but I'm like. Man, I cannot fuck this up. Like, the last thing I ever want to do... remember this, though. Just remember this before we get into the bonus part. Remember this. It's also not all on you. 
It's a thing about solidarity. Yes. We all have solidarity with each other in our other projects. They have a big project they're working on. We know mm-hmm. why. You have a project now you're working on. Carl's is different. Mine's different. Mm-hmm. But we're all together, and it's not. I'll tell you right now, I had this conversation with uh, Team Skarain mm-hmm. after Jess's thing. Like, yeah, I mean, you got you got beat down. So what? Like, we we all got in a big fight. Some people did better than others, mm-hmm. but we're all on this. We're all in the fight still. Yeah, it's not over. It's not over. It's never over. It's we never. we're relentless. Are you kidding me? I quit the party. I was vice chair in Newcastle County. I don't even know if you knew that, and I had to quit. To join Carrie Evelyn Harris's campaign. Well, I think people again. I think the 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 lesson learned here is that um, for the for the, the 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 Gerald Brady's of the world who are on the way out, there are people on the way in. You know, uh, I think you mentioned it before. You can join up with us, or we can run you over. Now, you might be in a perfect position to get run over and not care. You know, you could be like Dave McBride and retire to Lewis. Uh, you know, you could just... He's coming back, though. Yeah, we'll see. That guy's... Don't even get me started with that. going to be pro I mean, again. just... Yeah, I mean, if you can just... If you can just... I mean, even... <laughs> look, even Ray Siegfried, he cried a little bit, but he got over it, I think. You know, he didn't take it well at the beginning. He struggled to cope, but he's over it. But look, this is happening. So, you know, decide how you want to deal with it. But we're coming for everybody. You know, maybe we won't get you this time. You're in the crosshairs. Your name's coming up on on discussions. You know, you're in peril. And so, yeah, collapse back into your dorky friends and your corrupt uh, fucking auditors and your big dopey speakers of the house and and, and people actually called lumpy. Yeah, (laughs) fucking just fucking circle back. We're coming. So, Cato for Change. Cato for Change. Cato for Change. Yes, Google go to the that. website. Go to the website. Find me on Facebook. You can put Cato for Change and you will find all of my yes. stuff. And so, come volunteer. Kickoff, November 14th, 4 to 7 p.m. at the Bellevue, Bellevue Community Center on Duncan Road. It's going to be pretty kick-ass. We're going to have pizza. There's a playground, so family-friendly. Friend, and we're having s'mores and a bonfire. So, like, seriously, you can't beat it. So Sounds come. Like and I might come, too. Yeah. Come enjoy yourselves. It should be great. Um, you know, we're gonna have a cool playlist. And I will tell you, guess guess what else? So you know how Bernie always walked out to songs, cool songs, right? I know we're done. We're wrapping up. No, this is good. Okay. We might wrap up with this song. You probably don't have it, but you can go find it. So Jay Street has a song called Freedom. He said I could use that as my song. That's That's your walk on song? That's my walk on song. That's the picture of America I wanna see. You got to listen to the lyrics. It talks about where we are right now and how fucked up we are, but how, if we really lived up to our ideals, if we really lived up to what we are supposed to be and took care of each other. Fucking awesome. Everyone, it would be pretty fucking awesome. (laughs) Uh, we're going to the we're going to the post game. We'll figure out how to do a bonus. Left is best. Came true. Some of your people.